thing I'm preaching on what I call partnering with God. First Kings chapter 17, verse 8 to 16. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. You see, the kingdom of God functions differently from the kingdom of the world. In the kingdom of God, the Bible says, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So the truth you know determines what opens up to you. Praise the Lord. Mm. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number 2, Peter speaking, let me start from verse 1. He says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith. Who is Peter speaking to? Those people who have obtained the same faith that he, Peter, has obtained. So who is he speaking to? You and I. Praise the Lord. Amen? Yeah. He says, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. He's saying that we receive the righteousness of God through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? The day you receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you came into the Lordship commitment of God. Amen? What does it mean? It means that the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 10, that, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be, and, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So the day you, you confessed him as your Lord, that day you came into submission that Jesus will be the one whose servant and slave you have become. And a slave has no control over his or herself. What it means is that what in essence you are trying to say is that from this day, from this day, what you're saying is from this day, I forfeit the right to do what I want to do now that I have received you as my Lord. The say. In other words, I cannot just do my things anyhow as if I'm under no submission. So salvation brings you under the submission of God. So you cannot just live your life anyhow. You cannot say, me, this is how I am. That's how I'll behave. Nobody can tell me what to do. I remember one day, we were advising one of the young ladies in this church. She was misbehaving. And she was making certain decisions that was not working. Then she told somebody, and I heard, that I'm of age. Nobody should come and tell me how I should live my life, who I should date. When I heard that, I said, I am your shepherd. You and I, we will see. So I came to God. And I said, God, the sword you have given to me, it is to protect the sheep. I scattered this relationship now. I scattered it by the special grace of God. Am I a bad person? Am I a shepherd? Oh, I scatter. Child was praying. I'm standing in the pulpit. She's praying. I'm praying in tongues. 
You see, when we pray in tongues, we speak mystery unto God. Whilst I'm praying in tongues, and you know what I was telling God? I was telling God that God, if you answer this child's prayer, she will continue to misbehave. That she will know that I'm a shepherd. Lord, don't answer this prayer. Lord, this prayer cannot be answered. Because if you answer it, you have violated your own order. And all her life, she will misbehave and think that misbehavior is acceptable unto God. So, Father, scatter. Wait, God, he don't scatter him. Because the day you gave your life to Christ, you came under the submission of God. Whether you're a man or a woman, you have submitted yourself to God. I forfeit my right to live my life just anyhow. Brother, when we say lordship commitment, what we are talking about is that you have submitted yourself that God should, should be the possessor and controller of your life and everywhere you dwell. So that darkness cannot come near your dwelling because God is now the one in charge of the outcome of your destiny. That is why he said you are the apple of his eye. So when somebody tries to attack you because you have submitted, you can call on the name of the Lord. It is only in this instance that the bible says the name of the lord is a strong power the righteous runneth unto it and they are saved why because you have submitted yourself to the lordship of christ i, I no more own my life i'm not in control man god and his word is what controls the outcome of my destiny it's not my feelings it's not my emotions it is what god is as you do in this life when you submit yourself under the lordship of Jesus, it doesn't mean that your appetite will be taken away from you. But that you make decisions based on your submission to Christ. Praise the Lord, somebody. You know, I share these stories with you to let you know you are not the only one who gets tempted. So he said, Pastor, you, you don't understand. Bros, now blood where they go through my body, he not be kerosene. All of us, no matter how long you've been walking with God, temptations are there. But your submission to the Lord Jesus tells you you cannot just act anyhow and misbehave anyhow because you have submitted yourself to Jesus. Somebody say, I've submitted. You see, so when you submit, when you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, what you are saying is that I forfeit the right to do what I want to do now. I have to do what he instructs me to do. Not what I feel, not my emotions, not the environment, not the weather, not my friends. Not because pastor is cheating on his wife, so we are all cheating. Bros, in heaven, we will each give account for our stewardship on this day. It is not who you married, though. It is not who you dated, though. Why would you let somebody's misbehavior cause you to lose all the values that you've held dear all these years because sometimes when we go through difficulties in life we want to throw in the towel because of somebody's behavior listen to me brothers and sisters christianity is an individual affair it's a personal relationship with god issue it has nothing to do with daniel Yawenchi. because sometimes we can easily be offended by somebody else but listen don't let offense cause you to lose values or lose out on your relationship with God. Because you won't get it back again. Like the way it used to. Now you've paid too much pride. For you to just throw in the towel. Somebody, somebody's acting out, out anyhow. You're also acting out anyhow. 
Your friends are telling you that, ah, you, you, so you also go and give the, the tithe to the pastors. So you are not giving. Continue. Do you know where they pass at night? Do you know who they, so, they consult? You'll be there. Christianity is an individual affair. Oh, we all go to church. Oh, I started with ICGC. Why are you no more there? Sometimes there's a trap of, of the overflow. When people start getting good things, money is coming, all of a sudden, they no more want God. They no more need God. Oh, we cannot drink. Oh, we cannot. Hey! Oh, I mean, God, he understands. Bros, he doesn't understand, though. The fact that your judgment has not yet come doesn't mean God understands. The fact that you've seen that somebody's misbehaving doesn't mean that God understands that you too, you must misbehave. Are you getting me? The fact that your friends are cheating on their wives and they are getting away with it doesn't mean because you don't know their end. You don't know what will befall them. You have no idea. And so you don't live your life just like somebody else because you are not somebody else. Somebody may have a longer rope, but you may not have the same rope. The same medicine that you would drink, that you'll be healed from it. Somebody else would drink ten times. It won't work. I know two ladies. One said to me, Pastor, when I want to get pregnant, it's easy. It's easy. I said, what do you do? He said, when I drink this medicine and drink this medicine, and she mentioned some medicine. So when I drink this medicine and drink this medicine for three months, after three months, if I want to get pregnant, it's easy. That's a medicine. I know of another person, if he drink the medicine, the body will reject, it will react. If you are not careful, you will die. Because your grace and my grace is not the same. Your body and my body is not the same. Bros, the same in tampering that somebody will boo. It'll be okay, you alone, the day you go and do, now fart him. Are we, are we, are we together? The same road you will drive 120 kilometers per hour that you have access. Somebody will drive 80. Who will die on it. Bros, your grace and my grace. So the Bible said, they that compare themselves among themselves are not wise. Your timetable of manifestation and mind is not the same. So the fact that your friends and colleagues are misbehaving does not mean you should misbehave because maybe... Your faithfulness is what will cause God to elevate your life. And their misbehavior may be what is delaying their manifestation. You saw them driving a V8. What if God had a plan that they should be owning private jets? Please don't put a limit on your life. When I left ICGC, people thought I was, I was, I was a fool. Why will you leave a big organization like this and go and start a church? Why are you struggling? When you're in a church of 3,000 people, all the rich people are there. Ah, judges are in the church. Everything you need, some is there. Can I tell you something? Others may succeed there. That is not my assignment. Hello? Rather, when I left there, I did more. I've done more by the grace of God in five years than I did in 18 years of serving there. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? So don't compare yourself among each other. You have submitted yourself to the lordship of Jesus. Let it be that we guide your conversation, that we guide your friendship. You are accountable unto God. Your relationship with people, you are accountable unto God. So you'll be in the office and be squeezing the ladies. Small, 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 small. You are accountable unto God, not your wife. And the men of these days, there's, there's, there's password on your phone. There's password on your WhatsApp. There's password. 
on even your call. Are they what? What kind of slavery is this one? That your own phone, there's a password within a password on the password. I enjoy freedom. Someone say freedom. Say freedom. Why? Irene, she can take the phone. I don't care. Me, I don't even want to know what is in her phone. Because it's you and God now. Now me, you think, oh, you got, it's on your conscience. Okay, Bagbo, you will die with it. Huh? Now I got married to my wife. I told her that, please, the day you go and sin, if you go and fornicate, you and God, don't tell me, I don't want to know. Please, I beg you, don't even, I don't want confession. I'm not Jesus. Die with it. Uh, you want to know? Because when I know, I may do two things, forgive you. But every day I'll remember. If I break up with you, I will still remember. When I marry a new girl, I'll remember what if she cheat on me? What if when she's too nice to me, mm, you cheat? When she's not nice, is she cheating? I can't live with this kind of, you have gone to sin. Why should I? See, please don't concern yourself with things that does not concern you. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It is your relationship with Almighty God. You see, in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14, NIV, he says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, Curse is everyone who is hung on a pole. So he redeemed us by Paying the price so that we don't have to pay the same price. So he was made a curse. Things did not work for Jesus that it will work for us. But that thing does not come to pass automatically. Are you listening to me? Yeah, yeah. It is dependent on you exercising your faith. I have submitted myself unto God. I will do what he says I will do. And I enjoy my peace. A woman was in control of her children. She was never happy. Every day, <laughs> my children, I don't understand. Their father who did not take care of them. Hey, the one day they are going to. I said, Mama, oh, you will die. You will die. You will die. I said, you see, you wanted to prove a point. I alone would take care of the children. I said, you see, you are old and lonely. When you grew, the children are looking for their father. If you continue, they will call you a witch. See, this, this life, eh? Everybody who is married here, build a relationship with your partner. If you focus only on their children, a day will come, their children will marry. At that time, you will be alone. You will be what? Things that does not concern you, you will concern yourself. No, one day somebody must tell you the truth. I tell the women. Never turn the heart of the children against their, their, their fathers. Oh, your father was a useless man. Your father was a useless man. You know what you are doing? You are telling your daughter or your son that all men are useless. So when your child grows, you think that all men are useless. So he too is a man. So he's a useless man. So he will live his life anyhow. No value. No value on their system. But this day I pray for you that may you be a person who submits to the Lordship of Christ. So submitting yourself to the Lordship of Christ will require two things. Number one is deliberate faith. Someone say deliberate faith. Number two say deliberate action. 
So when you get saved, God teaches you, number one, how to forgive. Write it down. Number one, God teaches you. Number two, God teaches you how to forgive. Sometimes, even after we have been forgiven, we don't want to forgive ourselves. There are many of us, we carry guilt on us. Hey, hey please. Hey, I'm a fool that I married you. No, you are not a fool. At that time, if I had advised you not to marry the person, you would have told me that, Pastor, you don't understand. I love him. Pastor, he's a good man. Forget about everything. So now that you are in, you will work to make it work. You will do what? Because every relationship can be worked if you are willing to submit and work it. It takes two people to fight. When both people are ready to work, the thing will work. But most of the time, they use their mouth to say they want it to work. But they want to eat their cake, have it with the cherry or icing on it. What nonsense. You said you are married. To marry means you have submitted your independence to another human being. That you, you see, you cannot be an independent woman and be married. You cannot be an independent man and be married. Marriage forfeits you from independence. You are no, you are no more an independent woman or independent man. That's for me. It's, no. You now say, I want to be codependent. So when I get saved, God teaches me, number one, how to forgive. Forgive who? Myself and others. Forgive anybody that has wronged you. Anybody. And it is, you see, forgiveness is a gift of God you give to your own self. When you forgive, and you cannot be a married woman without forgiveness. Why am I going back to this marriage thing? Let me stay here. Somebody say Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, when you are saved, God teaches you how to believe. So how does God teach me how to believe? He encourages us to do our quiet time. Our time alone where you pray and you read the Bible. It is in reading the Bible you get to know God. When you get to know, you can believe him for supernatural things to happen for you. So that is how. So when you are saved, he teaches you how to believe. And the way he teaches is he wants you to read his word. Get to know, number one, the story of the Bible. Number two, get to know the principles of God. Number three, you get to know the responsibilities of the believer. Number four, you get to know the lessons of people's disobedience to God and its ramifications. The lessons of people's disobedience to God and the, that's how God teaches you how to believe. You submit yourself to God. This is what will happen. If you violate God's principles, these are the things that happens to people. That's why you read of stories, accounts. Abraham's work with God. Moses' work with God. David's work with God. These stories are ramifications. After that, this is what happened to the child. When one of the child decided to turn back to God, this was what happened. When God is working with people and they keep murmuring, this is what will happen. These things is how you believe. This is how we believe God. So everybody, I will encourage you to read your Bible. Get to know God. So when we say you are partnering with God, we are saying you are exercising your faith in your walk with God. Knowing that when you do your part, God is committed to doing his part. I said, well, when you do your part, God is committed to doing his part. So you cannot tell me, I'm putting all my everything into the marriage, the marriage is not working. It's a lie. It's a lie. Pray to your God and say, God, this man, God, eh? 
You said, it is a sin not for me to cover my, my head when I come to the place of prayer. God, I cover him with the blood. Whatever, whatever voice that is making him act in a way that doesn't make sense. Papa, the Bible says the heart of the king is in the hands of God. God, now turn the heart. Whatever you do to turn the heart, turn, but let, don't let it cost me too much money. Because sometimes when you pray that prayer, now calamity go before that. It will bring, ha. Ah. There's a man who used to do everything so. They put him in jail. It was in jail he cried unto God. He learned how to pay tithe. In jail, he had a Bible. He started reading. Or Tria. You won't read your Bible when you are free. Jail, let me read it. One day, he prayed throughout the night. Onye Bimpoda. Big man. He bumped throughout the night. Throughout the night. He prayed all. Till morning, say, God, if you would deliver me from this, all the days of my life, I will submit myself. I will pay my tithe and pay tithe for my company. Oh, God, the whole night, he cried, morning tea. Apparently, he said, God, you know that I am not, uh, 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 I am innocent of this crime, that I didn't know about this thing. God, you know, apparently, when they put the guy in jail, one of the People who was in jail was a BNI person. They intentionally planted him there to listen to the conversation of the guy. And they intentionally gave him a phone. Like one of the police officers just said, Oh, hello, there's your phone now. Later, no one sorted me out. So it was a plan. The guy was crying throughout the night, telling God everything. God, you know. You know, by the integrity of my heart, I was not aware. I don't know of any... God, you know, have mercy on me. My, for the sake of my family, I submit to you. In the morning, the guy went to say that the guy is innocent. He's not aware of it. So they release him. That man submitted himself for, to the Lord till this day. Child of God, hear me. You will never know when God will deliver you. But when you partner with him, he has a way of delivering you from calamity. So, number one, he teaches how to forgive. Number two, how to believe. Number three, God, when you become saved, he teaches you how to think. There are a lot of us, we don't think. Everything is, shebedebe, 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 shebedebe. Why is so God gave you this, to think. Hmm? The Bible says, and God is able to do exceedingly abundantly, far above all that we can ever ask or think. Hear me. Why would you be dating a man and the man is pressing, pressing you? You are cooking, cleaning, washing, mopping for him one year, two years, three years. You are doing the work of a wife, yet he's not treating you like a husband. He's just enjoying your body. He's free lunch. And you are, you two are there. He says he's not ready. I don't want to force him. Hello, are you a prostitute? Even prostitute, they get paid. So he was not ready. Why is he, why is he undressing you? He is not ready. If he's not ready, why is he demanding the things that ready people enjoy? You know, I'm not, I'm not ready. Don't, don't give me pressure. Bros, the day a guy will tell you, don't give me pressure, that day, carry your things. Carry me, they go. Jehovah, carry me, they go. My father has carry me, they go. Go back home. You have moved to a guy's house. You have become alone to yourself. And you wonder why things are not happening. And yet you are fasting every year. You're going to a chair mountains. Hey, Lord. Hey, Lord. Hey, Lord. Bros, in no be prayer. Learn to think. 
The Bible says, which of you in intending to build a house will not first sit down and count the cost? Sit with your wife and say, this is how much I earn. This is how much we can spend. The rest we must save for opportunity days. I cannot do everything you want today. If you want it, you to put in the work and work and generate money because I can't kill myself. My mother didn't give birth to me for you. No, 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 no. Sit with that person. This is how much we can spend. Let's save this for opportunity days. Me, I don't have a car. We have one car in the house. My wife's car. When I'm going somewhere, I'm not bigger than those who pick trotter. I pick trotter. I pick normal taxi. Sometimes I walk. Use your mind to think. At this stage of my life, this is how much I can afford. Why am I comparing myself with somebody? I can't buy, I can't buy this or buy that. What? Why should it be a water? Bros, they say, oh, General Vasya must own a car. Hello? Have you bought one for me? I can't kill myself. So, so I was going to steal money. Or go and take a car and, and I'll be paying small small and we call it faith. That is not faith. That's foolishness. Because then you see you are, you are, you are buying liability on your own head. The, you don't have the money. There's pressure on you. Some of us, we can't deal with pressure. Some of us, we can never come back. There are certain experiences when we go through, we can't come back. I won't care myself. Hear me, child of God. This year, partner with God. Exercise your faith. And say, God, I'm trusting you. What this is what I'm going to do. If it works for me, this is your way. If I try one, two, three, it's not working. It is not your way. I'll try something else. God wants you to walk with him and talk to him. He doesn't want you to use your emotions. When it comes to favor, you don't cry for favor. In fact, you don't sow a seed for favor. I dare you. The Bible says favor is to men of skill. If you are skillful, you have favor. If you are skillful in the way you talk to people, in the way you relate with people, ah, Obanashka. As I was talking to one of my members, he called me and said, Oso, I hope you are not angry with me. Oh, because I, I, I said, ah, why should I be angry? What have you done? Oh, no, it looks like oh, you don't understand me. Also, I don't know. I don't want to offend you. No, you are not being skillful. Hello, Oso. Oso, how are you? Is everything okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Eh, so, Oso, I'm just calling to check up on you. You know, you pastors, nobody checks up on you. Mm, oh, Charlie, oh, yeah. Now, come ask me, now, come ask me. Then, whatever you want to say, you put it in and say, oh, okay. So, so this week, half hour, half hour, has everything been going fine for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, you say every three days, you, God blesses you with money. These three days, have you, have you gotten something? I said, oh, yeah. Last week, he came. So, 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 Charlie, this one there, let it affect me, let it affect me. <laughs> This is skillfulness to get the exact thing. Are you? No, you don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't go and tell the person you have a problem. Do I have a problem with you? No. <laughs> Am I helping all of you? You, you? So you don't go to your husband angry. Even if you're angry, you, you swallow it. So, ah, you know what you're looking for now. Is it not it? Hello. Oh, city. Wow. Oh, and then the other thing, oh, brother, I'm mad at them. I'm mad at them. Yeah. Do you know the scripture says, a word aptly spoken are like gold in settings of silver. Whatever you want from your husband, call him early during the, the day. Hello, sweetie. You know, I've been sitting down, I've been thinking about how, how, how blessed I am to have you. Mm. Oh, brother, auntie. 
I've been thinking about you. Sweetheart, have you eaten? I say, ah, I just had it. I oh, why? Can't I, can't I check up on you? Because you know that day three, you go claim money. So you are starting from day. Because you know when you start from day one, you ask now, you know that mm, anything after him, you know. No, 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 no. We will take it in day three. That's how you play the thing. See, be skillful, child of God. The time has come. See, see, be skillful in the way you treat people. See, develop capacity. You yourself. Be skillful. Everybody in this church, you are forbidden to have one job. You must have a side job. Everybody here, you are forbidden to have one job. As for me, I'm a hairdresser. No! Look for something else. Add. Oh, do you know now I do plasterboard ceiling? I'm telling you, those of you, you are building houses. I do plasterboard ceilings. I do painting. See, see, I'm putting me painting. Irene, you don't need painting. I do paint. Ah! I'm doing everything. So I'm, I'm serious, lah. I rent cars. See, if you have if somebody coming outside, you want airport clearance and everything, tarmac, ev- ah, come and see me. What I don't even do, I'll go and look for it. What am I saying? God gives favor to the skillful. What does it mean? Skillful is consistent, deliberate action towards work. There's consistent, deliberate action. Consistently, you are doing it, trying to perfect it. It brings you into a realm of skill. You become skillful when you are consistent and deliberate about the actions you take. You become skillful. And when you become skillful, the Bible says you will find favor. What it means is recognition. So when you get saved, God teaches you how to receive. How to what? How to receive grace. How to receive grace. How to receive grace. God teaches you. How does he teach? Give and it will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shaking together. Ha! This year, under Amplify, I've decided I'm going to give to Lady Irene to the degree that when I leave her life, she won't find my replacement. When I got married to her, I had one simple vision. I'm going to love her more than any other person, that the day I will leave her, whether I die and go to be with the Lord, or I decided that I am tired, I'll marry her again. She won't find my replacement. So I'm loving her with 100% of my heart, my mind, my soul, my intestines, until the day I leave her. Somebody's looking at my face. When you love with your heart, your soul, and your mind, and your intestines, where are you going? Everything is gone now. Are you getting me? My focus is one. The day I die, she won't lie about my obituary. When she's writing about me, she won't lie. He said, my life is better because Daniel came into my life. I'm going to look. Ah, this year, amplify. What am I saying? You yourself. Can you love yourself? Are you getting me? Learn how to receive grace. There are many of us, we don't know how to receive grace. You treat everybody well except yourself. Oh, well, learn from Hosea. The devil is a liar. What am I saying? Learn to receive grace. What does it mean? The measure with which you give is the measure with which God will bring. Learn to love yourself. Learn to pamper yourself. Learn to treat yourself with kindness. Praise the Lord. Number five. When you are saved, God teaches you how to walk in boldness. 
That's confidence in God. So when I'm, I partner with God, God teaches me how to walk in boldness. I have confidence in God that evil will not be for me. That is not prayer. It's an understanding you gain. See, see? You know how we give to God? We look at this cheapest of money and we tip God. There are many of us. Our offering is tipping on. The money you won't give to your girlfriend or your child to go to school. That's what we give to God. When was the last time you went out of your way to honor God with a good seed and say, God, you are God indeed in my life that I'm giving. We don't understand. You understand me? We choose everything over uh, uh, apart from God. And we say we are in partnership with God. You're not serious. People go for people's funeral because they say, oh, it's my partner's mother's funeral. We need to, sub, we need to, he's my classmate's uncle's I have to go and help the person. When it gets to God, what do we do? So why should God go out of his way to give you something special? Because you treat God like he's a servant that you must tip. Stop complaining to your husbands and complain to God. Go to him. Papa, this is your son. He's a good man. But A, B, and C, I don't like. When I talk about it, it becomes a fight. Papa, you know how to hear from him. Because when he closes his eyes, he sleeps. When he sleeps, you can talk. Papa, ah, speak to him. Speak, speak to God. Mm-hmm. And God has a way of pricking your husband's at that hard heart. He's going to his friends. Oh, leave him. Go to God and say, Papa, scatter, scatter their friends. They are not making him serve you. Scatter their friends. This one and this one. Oh, scatter it. Oh you, don't, oh, you don't know you can scatter your husband's friends. It's the easiest thing. The husband has no control over his body by the wife. So he said, Father, because the, my husband has no control over his body by me, Lord, when he gets to his friends, let everything they say get him angry. Whatever they say, Lord, Lord, I... T- <laughs> the men are looking at me. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. Let me focus on my preaching. Scatter! Your wife is having some friends that is not working. Ah! Father, the husband has no control over his body by the wife. The wife has no control over his body but the husband. Oh, Lord, as my wife goes, when he meets, when the friends hear, let, 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 let my wife be an abomination to her friends. Whatever she hears, let her get angry. Why does God need partnership? Because God is limited to what he can do on earth except by those who will cooperate and participate with him. God is limited to what he can do on earth by those who will cooperate and participate. So if people will not participate with God, he can't do much. He said in Ezekiel, in, in Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30 to 31, he said, I sought for a man who will stand in the gap. So if God can do everything, why is he seeking for man? Because the truth of the matter is, where the heart man believes, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. God wants all men to be saved, but will all men be saved? Yes. Why? Because people will not do what is required for salvation. If you want your marriage to work, God, you can't just pray and not do anything. When you finish prayer, do what is required to work on the relationship for it to work. You want your business to succeed. After you have prayed, do what is required. I saw a picture of you. I didn't recognize you. I didn't know you were this beautiful. You, yes. I saw a picture. Well, I was shocked. So I was telling uh, your friend that, ah, Charlie, I saw some lady on your status. Charlie, the ladies, mm. he said, oh, it is my friend. I said, ah, that one, it doesn't come by prayer. It comes by makeup and positioning and packaging. That one, God doesn't do it. 
Not knowing how to talk to your husband will, will bring slap. That one, prayer will not change it. No, 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 no. Am I, am I saying the truth? Am I saying, not knowing how to talk to your boss, it doesn't require prayer. That one, he be sucking where he go bring him. Not knowing how to manage your finances, God, by scripture, teaches us how to think. And if you will not think and learn to manage your finances, prayer will not do it for you. Not knowing how to discipline your children and telling them, no, you can't have this. No, this can be done. Whether you're a single mother or not, it's inconsequential. Do the right things. And not doing the right thing, God will not do what he expects you to do. You partner with him, but he's limited by your cooperation and participation. You must take responsibility. We take responsibility to enjoy favor. Write it down. We take responsibility to enjoy favor. Husband, you're a banker. Every year in March, they give you your bonus. That is not money we spend. That's money for investment. That's money you use to do something better. That's not money you use to buy a car. No. It's an investment. It's a what? Yeah. That money we don't eat. That is a free money that has come. Use the money to generate revenue for you. You don't eat that money. That one, it requires deliberate action. Deliberate faith, deliberate action. You have to think of the future. That let this be a rainy day account. It is for my future. A time will come. I may require some little support. That is what we link. Yeah, my wife sees that the money has come now. Can we go, baby? The, the cooker is spot. We will use it like that. It is no for now, but not forever. See, there are things in your life that at this point you must say no for now, but not forever. Touch, turn to another person and say no for now, no for now. but not forever. You have anger. You want to express it, but it is a no for now. Right now that you are angry, when you talk about the issue, you won't get results. So, it's not forever. You will take your time. When tempest come down, you can talk about the issue like several people. They know for now, but not forever. Say, Pastor, no, no, no. But when will I talk about it? It is a no for now. Behavior, no for now, but not forever. So now when a guy comes into your life and he starts he start holding you and he's kissing you, oh, hold his head. Kiss him some. When you see that he's enjoying the thing, push him and say, where is this thing going? This thing. Where did it go? And you look at your face. So you, 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 he starts giving you promises. And so, okay, then if, if you say we'll do it, then he said, no for now, but not forever. Pay the price. Turn to somebody and say, no for now. No for now. Is it a good message? Is it a good message? Yeah. This is how we look. This is how we live by faith. Hey, wherever you are, close your eyes. You want to pray and say, God, I will be committed to you. I know that I'm in partnership with you. It's not about my spouse. It's not about my husband. It's not about who I know and who to please. It's to please you. My commitment is you and you only. Not anybody else. It's not that my friends who say we, we are driving one old car. We are, it, God, it is just to please you. Everybody pray that prayer. Pray that prayer.
Pray. God, my faith is only in you, not in men. No man is my source. I pray to you. You choose where my source will come from. You choose where my opportunities and privileges will come from. In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray. God, I will be committed. God, I make in, intentional choices about my own life. I make intentional choices about my own life. I make choices. I live by faith and not by sight. I live by faith, not by my emotions. Somebody open up your mouth. Somebody open up your mouth and say, I partner with you, Jesus.